Everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome once again, everybody, to our 10th anniversary show. We got really nothing special planned because of cir- c- uh, circumstances beyond our control, but we made it 10 years. And uh, over the next couple of weeks, we'll try to do some uh, looking back and, and have some fun. Joe is going to be on by phone today. Uh, people are not traveling around, people are not congregating. But, uh, Joe, you got any good news for me? Good news? Yeah. I don't know about good news. I got lots of bad news tonight. <laughs> Listen, unfortunately, Dave, like you said, it is, uh, you know, I don't know, because I'm not in Broward, but I heard that Calder Casino closed down. We're closing at 11, uh, mandated by uh, the city of Miami over here. I know Magic City falls under that. Uh, you know, the craziness of just going around the whole country with all of this, man. Well, I, I want to talk about what the casinos, what tournaments, things that have been uh, canceled or postponed, and there's a lot of them. Uh, I do want to talk about the South Florida places. I did a bunch of checking today to find out, and uh, it's a very fluent situation, fluid situation. Uh, the Hard Rock, I called over there today, and they said, uh, no, we're open. Uh, and guy, I kind of questioned it a little bit, and the guy got funny with me, but... Uh, uh, that was the story at that point. Uh, also, uh, the Isle Casino uh, told me business as usual, uh, but several of yeah, them... Yeah, if you... Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you, David. If you call, that's exactly what they're telling you. I was told um, that the um, Gulfstream's poker room did close down today. Um, there is talk that that might happen in our room, you know, just due to the fact that we are limited to the amount of people that can be in the casino at any one time. Was Gulfstream so, open until today? Uh, I was told by a very reliable source that their room was closed. Um, I, I called I around noon, and they were, and they didn't. There was nobody even answer, answering the phone in the poker room. Yeah, well, the, no, because they told me that it was closed. I mean, I was told that their poker room was closed. Obviously, the grandstand for horse racing is closed, although they are racing horses. And uh, the casino is open, so, right. um, you know, but Dave, I honestly believe that that's, you know, I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, by tomorrow, I, I would longer. say a lot of stuff will be changing. But as of today, uh, and this was their plans uh, heading into tomorrow, the Big Easy Poker Room, the former Mardi Gras, uh, moved up their closing time to 10 p.m. They're still open, plan to open their usual hours uh, in the morning, either 10 or 9, depending on the weekend or the weekday. Uh, Dania also uh, has changed their hours from noon to 10 p.m. Uh, Palm Beach Kennel Club is closed uh, completely, the whole place. Uh, no racing, no... Uh, they had, I don't think they had racing at the time, but uh, their, their whole uh, business is closed. Uh, Gulfstream uh, closed today. Uh, they had been, as you mentioned, racing horses with no fans, putting out their simulcast signal, and uh, I guess plan to do that for some time. Uh, they have a huge race coming up at the end of the month. March 28th is the Florida Derby, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Magic City down in Dade County um, were open today till 11, but had no uh, decision made yet on tomorrow. So uh, that was the, kind of the way it stood for me today as I wrote things down, and I know that things are changing uh, I just went to the uh, Seminole Hard Rock website, and of course they're the big boy on the block, so a lot of people will follow suit here. But at 6.30 on uh, Monday night, they put out a statement saying uh, that the Seminole casinos are currently open and monitoring the situation, but all poker rooms will close at 7 p.m. tomorrow night until further notice. So, uh, And where was this again, this is the Sem- This is the Seminole in Hard Rock in Hollywood. Their yeah, po- I mean, poker you know, room will close is, tomorrow night at seven. That to me is just a lead up to them, you know, probably closing down the whole property. Yeah, you know, and you can't have more than two hundred, two hundred and fifty people in your business, and you, know, you have the hotel and the families coming in. I mean, you know, we already know 
that MGM has shut down their properties in Vegas and as 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 win. Um, you know, I think it's just a very short matter of time before all the casinos in Vegas eventually just close their doors and, you know, like the rest of the country, you just wait this thing out. Right. And once that happens, Dave, I can't imagine our businesses staying open as yeah. much as I would love for it to be that the case. It just isn't, you know, and uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing how quickly this has progressed to this point. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I had kind know. of a funny take today when I saw President uh, Trump came on with uh, his, uh, his band of merry men there uh, and said that he wanted to limit all uh, functions, uh, all congregations of people to 10. And I thought, hey, right. that's a sit and go. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no one else could be in the casino for the sit and go. Just well, the, deal, the dealer, the dealer, and nine players. Yeah, you could have a high roller with one table. You still probably could make some pretty mm-hmm. decent bucks. But uh, you know what? What I did here, Dave. Uh, I mean, I you know I was told that the people in Calder when they shut down, I don't know for how long, but they're going to be supposedly being paid. The employees are going to get paid. The casino employees. You know, yeah, that's that's what I was told. Now, whether it's for a week or two or whatever, I don't know, but I was told that they were going to get paid right. with pay. So well, that I, that's a real nice gesture by the company that owns them, you know, uh, which I'm, you know, it's um, called his own, but which one of the two major groups is that? Uh, Churchill uh, Downs. The, the Churchill Downs owns them. That's Churchill Downs. Yeah. Okay, so the Gulf Stream is the Santa Anita group, right? Uh, Gulf Stream is uh, Frank Stronach. But aren't they part of the group of uh, the people from Santa Anita? Santa Anita they might be. All of that in California? Might be. I'm not sure right now. I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, well, uh, mm-hmm. tournaments are being canceled right and left. <laughs> uh, maybe run down some of the recent results later in the program. But uh, the Seminole Hard Rock has postponed uh, their April tournament, the WPT Poker Showdown. They announced that on Friday. It was scheduled to run from April 16th through May 5th. And the three-week tournament will be rescheduled at a later date. Now, the one thing that's still in, and this is something I want to get into a little discussion about, is the World Series of Poker has not been canceled yet. And it's uh, starting to stir up a lot of talk, a lot of controversy. And we'll talk about some of that. Daniel Negreanu has been uh, very firm in his thoughts that they should just shut it down. He said, shut down all poker rooms right now. There's really no reason. Uh, very interesting story on Deadspin.com uh, that came out at the end of last week uh, by a fellow named uh, Ch- Charles Baud. Ch- yeah, Charles Baud. I guess that, that, that is the way it is. Uh, he says that poker rooms are a Petri dish for disease, especially the World Series of Poker. Why haven't they shut it down yet? And uh, we'll talk. And we'll talk about that. But I don't uh, have an argument. I don't have an argument with that. I mean, I've been in. I've been in the poker for thirty years, and you know, it's it's. I tell everybody it's like being in school. You know, everybody brings whatever illness and sickness they have to the poker room. It gets everybody infected. You, you know, you're you're touching chips. You're touching every single thing in there. And I couldn't agree more with them as much as I hate to say that because you know I'd love to keep my job. You know, throughout this, but I've, you know, the, the, the nastiness of the chips, Dave, you get out there and play. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's amazing. It really is. If you ever look at a dealer's hands after they're done dealing, if they're doing a four or five table push by any chance, look at how their hands look. It's, it, he's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. The, uh, the article, uh, that I, that I was mentioned by Chris Baud is the fe- fellow's name. Uh, who is a poker player who has been to the series the last few years, spent the last two years, spent the entire series out there. Uh, But here's his opening paragraph. It's kind of funny. Uh, Imagine sitting at a cramped table for hours at a time with eight or nine strangers who have traveled from every corner of the world. Some are drinking, some are eating snacks, some are coughing, sneezing, or picking their nose. It's a carnival of hands and fingers touching faces and mouths, Intermittently, those same hands and fingers are fondling small items that are then passed back and forth among all of you at the table. Sounds like the ultimate breeding ground for a deadly virus, huh? Well, welcome to the World Series of Poker. 
<laughs> you know, can you argue with that? No, you can't. No, you can't at all. And uh, you know, obviously the stakes are very high. Uh, you know, they made incredible amounts of money over the past few years, and and they want to wait. It is you know quite a bit ahead of time. And then you know, what's the difference if they cancel it now or they cancel it in a couple of weeks? I'm sure as far as traveling, people would like to know early as possible whether they're going to be going there or not. But uh, there's going to be a lot of angry and uh, crazy people when they hear some of this stuff. Well, listen, I don't know, you know, I don't know how angry and stuff because you know if this becomes any more real for 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 us here, you know, I mean, supermarkets empty, uh, you know, it's it, it's amazing. You can't go to any, you can't socialize anywhere. Let me tell you, like this gentleman wrote. They, they, I guarantee you, even if we get the hand, you know, <laughs> everything is clear signal in April, the numbers are going to be down regardless. Yeah. Oh, there's you no know? question about I that. I can't. I mean, you know, there's no way about that. I mean, we heard today, you know, Major League Baseball uh, has delayed their opening season till at the very earliest mid-May. Right. Okay. So right. we're talking another two months from today. Okay. And that tournament starts what the 28th of may right. not, not even two weeks after that right so it, it, and how are you going to get all the dealers that you need to get over there it's uh i, I don't know i i understand that that's a lot of money a lot of work goes into it it's a year round i would imagine it's a year round uh you know planning from for for you know as soon as this thing ends in july you probably take a couple of weeks off and then the 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 powers that be start working on what they're going to do for the following year. Yeah. But at this moment, <clears throat> Vegas may not be even open at that time. Who knows? Um, you know, it, it kind of comes to uh, people's attention, and obviously uh, it, a lot of people looked the other way in denial for a long time until this past weekend. And uh, then they went crazy and went to the grocery stores and bought everything they could get their hands on, especially meat and toilet paper. But... Uh, you know, it's it, once once the famous people start getting it, like uh, Tom Hanks and uh, his wife uh, Rudy Gobert, of the Jazz, and some of these other people. Today, I heard Idris Elba, the actor, uh, has been tested positive. So, um, until something like that happens, people kind of are in denial. It is, Dave, and, and in my opinion, you know, I've had so many people ask me. In my opinion. You know, we keep hearing all, you know, unfortunately, all, all the people that have passed away, you know, the death totals from this. But I have a feeling that, you know, once a lot more of the testing kits get out there and we start proving that people are surviving this, you know, and, you know, they're, they're normal after that. And we can start maybe, you know, putting out the survival numbers out there instead right. of the people who have passed right. away, along with those numbers, well. obviously. Maybe it'll start calming a little bit of the fear. It's not. You know, it's not obviously not a death sentence, but uh, you know we're seeing people, and and I think the one thing we have to do that I'm not seeing enough of is take a look at what's happening in some of these other places. Now, obviously, Italy waited too long to do anything, and they are having a horrible time. And now having a horrible time, horrible time in Spain. But you look back at China and maybe South Korea, and they've done a great job of uh, you know curtailing this thing. Mainly because in an authoritarian government like that, they just told people they couldn't leave the house or they were going to be arrested. So they, it was basically martial law for them there, which is something we could see down the road here in the United States. I don't know uh, how serious that will be, but a lot of people will balk at that, obviously. But looking at the Chinese now, they're having like just a handful of uh, new tests each day coming out. So they've obviously slowed this down. Uh, if you look at the poker world in Macau, they shut down their casinos there, and it turns out for only a total of 15 days, and things are getting back closer to normal there. So I think, uh, you know, you look at some of these things, you can make, you know, it's it's not an exact science, but you can make some predictions on which way it heads. And, and as far as the World Series of Poker goes, since it's still, uh, you know, a couple of months away, uh, you know, end of end of May is uh, over two months away, uh, two and a half. Uh, it's a little early for them to make the final decision yet because people can still cancel their trips and maybe a lot of people haven't even made their plans yet but can still make them later on. 
Well, you're right, Dave. But you know, here's here's a little scary scenario that I saw earlier waiting waiting to get on to do the show with you was the local news, and they're talking about that if if we get that type of quarantine, that type of shutdown with the airlines, that a lot of major airlines will go bankrupt within yeah. 30, 45 days. Yeah. So can you imagine what that what what chaos that will create? Well, maybe Trump will open the checkbook. <laughs> take care of some of these to. people. But there I mean, are... They've lowered, they've lowered the borrowing rate from, from the Federal Reserve for to a zero. Yeah, which did nothing so. for the stock market today, which went down 3,000 points. Uh, but yeah. but to be honest, uh, I'm not really worried about these major corporations. Uh, they'll survive. And, uh, you know, we bailed them out once before. Uh, the banks and uh, different things. So they probably will do some of that. It's the middle businesses that are going to suffer and the small businesses. There's really not a whole lot they can do for them, and they can't afford to go more than a couple of weeks without <coughs> regular business. It's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be a bloodbath out there as far as uh, employment goes. And the sad thing is, if you're you're already taking the hit already, if you're in a service business, whether it's working in a restaurant or working at a casino or or being a poker dealer, you've already taken that hit. Maybe not completely at every place, but you certainly are making less money now. And there are going to be people that need to go out and find other jobs, and instead they're going to find a, a whole industry, uh, a whole you know, a whole world basically where people are getting fired, not hired. Well, I you know, I, I can't believe that the federal government is going to try to do something. To, to help people. I mean, Dave, you know, what is it? 50, 60% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. I know that right. if I miss too many paychecks and with my wife now just kind of doing per diem, you know, mortgage payments are going to become hard, you know, after a couple of months. And uh, you're going to see a lot of people who own homes telling the banks, Hey, I can't pay you this month, which the banks will probably have no problems with, but they'll backload it at the end of the loan. Uh, you know, stuff like this is going to have to be done. I mean, you're not only talking about all these people losing their jobs. You know, you know, and I've mentioned on the show, I do drive Uber every now and then. I did it for a few years before I got back into it. I still enjoy doing it for a couple of hours on certain days during the week. And think about it. Nowhere to go. No places open. Uber drivers are going to be going absolutely crazy. I yeah, know a ton absolutely. of them that have left regular jobs to do that. Yeah. And now there's just there's going to be you know very little money to be made out there with a lot of different drivers. So it's, it's going to be difficult for everybody. Well, I was looking at that on the way over, and uh, I said, you know, as a matter of fact, the month of March down here in South Florida has been my favorite. I just love the weather. We always had couple of golf tournaments, Doral and the Honda Classic here. Later in the month would be the big tennis tournament, which is now the Miami Open. It was called Lipton in the beginning on Key Biscayne. Uh, but that was always something to look forward to. As far as television, you had a couple of great weeks of college basketball when March Madness got underway late in the month and into April. And uh, the weather, like I say, you know, and still the weather is beautiful down here. But, uh, you know, a lot of times during... Uh, the summer can be beastly hot, and it has been last couple of weeks here. But 78 degrees during the day, 68 at night one year, from a, for almost a six-week straight, and it was just you could set your watch to it almost. Uh, now March, this is becoming one of the most horrible things, and I have to say that I have lost a lot of interest in my life for a lot of sports. Uh, you know, I still love poker and I love football, but. Uh, you know, I don't watch NBA games anymore. I have went out, sat down to watch one college basketball game, uh, baseball. I've lost interest in that as well, and that's part of life, I think. But uh, things have changed, and, and this really seems to be no good news out there. Well, you know, <clears throat> a friend of mine sent me something where he goes, uh, he goes, three days without sports. I walked into my living room and found the lady sitting on my couch. Apparently, she's my wife. She seems nice. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. Yeah, I I saw saw, that one, too. That was funny. That was real funny. We are, I mean, at the casino, it's funny because we're, you know, the poker room's right next to the William Hill race book. And we were all hoping that state of Florida now, obviously, that's kind of a back burner, uh, you know, would pass sports betting. But, you know, it, it, it. it's amazing. It's like a drug, Dave, you know, and like you said, 
I haven't been a big, you know, basketball fan. I actually enjoyed watching the Warriors have their, you know, their little the run that they had for a few years. Right. But even with that, maybe I watched the playoffs, you know, as yeah. as, as the the finals a little bit. Basketball hasn't been the same for me. I don't know if it's for the same reasons that you and I have the same reasons for it, but I just I enjoyed the style of basketball more from the eighties and you know than than I did now. I've never really been a big college basketball guy. The one sport that I am, you know, going to miss, I know you said you're not baseball anymore, but not just because I'm a Yankee fan, but I love watching baseball. I really do and you know, I know the season hasn't officially started but I was already planning on being in Tampa on the 30th or 31st to watch the Yankees uh, play Tampa on the opening week over there. So I am going to miss baseball. And now, like I said, I saw today that they're pushing opening day back to like the very earliest mid mid May. Yeah. And this is getting to the point where, you know, people have no idea how long this is going to go. You know, we we may lose the whole season of baseball, or maybe it becomes a 70-80 game season, half a season. Who knows? Right. The NBA doesn't want to give up. <laughs> They're talking about mid-June to late June starting up again. So I don't know how they do that, and they get these players, uh, you know, ready to start the next season so shortly. But it is a new, brave new world, Dave. Brave new yeah. world. Most sports have got to make a sports. We've talked on the radio about forcing people to talk to each other by putting the headset down and all of that. Well, we're going to get the live version of that, the live version of that, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, things getting worse or better, we don't know what's going to happen. But it could could be a limited amount of time. Trump keeps saying things like, oh, when the weather gets warm, it'll go away. Well, his doctors get up there right behind him and say, no, that's not true. And and things could be very difficult. Uh, someone said to me, some of these uh, southern hemisphere countries that have some bad cases of it, it's it's uh, summer right there now. And uh, and uh, Australia is a perfect example of that. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully it will be limited. Um, you know, but numbers is in this these cases, as the tests have finally been distributed in the United States and are starting to pick up, and we're going to have the drive-through tests and things like that, there's going to be more and more people that test positive, and whether it's uh, serious or not for them uh, remains to be seen. But uh, the older people are going to – there's a lot of people that are going to pass away, and it's going to be very tough. Uh, and so things are changed, I think, forever, uh, certainly for the next uh, six months to a year. Absolutely, Dave. I mean, you know, <laughs> our lifestyle, like you said, forever is going to change in one way or the other, you know, uh, hopefully for the good, you know, hopefully people will learn to kind of go back to spending some time with family, learning to do other things other than, you know, learn to depend on other things. You know, it's uh, I was having a discussion with one guy who was talking to his nieces and nephews and said, listen, you know, today's kids have the internet, have that. Can you imagine if that goes out? You know, these people, they, they don't know how to go out and, and, and make make their own fun outside. So, you know, after a while, it's got to be going to drive us crazy just to be indoors watching TV all the time. Right. So let's see. Hopefully a lot of positive will come out of this with the quarantine, maybe a lot more togetherness with families. I don't know. I'm just praying and hoping that, you know, Something good comes out of this, you know, complete change to our lifestyles. Yeah. A uh, quick look at some of the things that have been canceled. One of the first uh, places that canceled a major tournament was uh, the Maryland Live Casino. Uh, and they canceled their uh, World Poker Tour Deep Stacks main event uh, that was scheduled to be played from March 20th through the 23rd. Uh, all over the country and all over the world, there are places that have been canceling. Of course, in Spain, France, and Italy, uh, there's been lots of problems there. Uh, earlier this month, uh, there were casinos that temporarily banned, if you were Italian, from even walking in. Uh, they've been the hardest hit with a virus, uh, with more than outside of China, of course, more than uh, 10,000 confirmed cases with 631 deaths. Uh, 
but on the bright side, 724 people have recovered out of that group. But uh, the road to Poker Stars Road to the PSPC had been canceled in three different countries: Spain, France, and Germany. Uh, WPC Barcelona, the Win- Winamax Poker Open in Madrid, and the Bounty Poker Tour uh, in Tallinn have all been canceled. And uh, numerous uh, places have canceled their tournaments. Uh, the World Poker Tour uh, just canceled their Venetian tournament that was scheduled to be start this Friday. Um, WPC Barcelona has been suspended. Uh, the Seminole Hard Rock Showdown, which I mentioned earlier, would have been played from May 1st through the 5th. That has been postponed. So, um, you know, a lot of stuff will come out. Some of the people are just waiting and hoping to find a date. But once... Uh, everybody comes back at the same time. The people that had tournaments in June and July, the World Series, will conflict now with all these other places <coughs> trying to find places to play, and it's going to be very difficult to try to put together a schedule. Yeah, it really is, Dave. Uh, I mean, <laughs> imagine even even if it was, you know, let's say at the end of April we get all great news, it's still going to be very difficult. Like I said, They'd have less than a month to get all of this together again and travel, you know, travel plans for people and lodging plans. I don't even I don't even want to think about, you know, the logistic nightmare that will happen if for 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 argument's sake that everything gets gets taken care of. And we 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 start turning the corner in April or early May. Yeah. Well, it's something to worry about. Uh, a few other things related I want to talk about a little bit later in the show, but uh, certainly right now, uh, you know, just to, to list everything that's uh, been canceled is, is tough. And, and, and like I say, this is such a fluid uh, situation where things are changing by the moment. Uh, for the Hard Rock to say six hours ago that they had no plans of closing, they were uh, business as usual, and then tonight to to say that their poker room is going to be closed as of tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. That's that's a huge turnaround uh, from hour to hour. It, yeah, it is. And but unfortunately, things are changing hour to hour. You know, um, and as the president, you know, makes a move, the governors, you know, and the states follow suit, Dave. And like I said, I'll be shocked if we're open in a couple of days. Yeah. You know, as of right now. You know, I've called, you know, I called before we came on the air, uh, you know, work and, you know, nobody, unless they've already made the decision like Calder has, to close is going to tell any of their patrons that they're closing. They want them to show up, play, hopefully have a good time while they're there, um, you know, and they won't make that, they won't make that public until the, the you know, the governor or, the, or their county or the city makes a decision that you have to close uh, the business. Now, one good so, thing like, out, out in Vegas, yeah. you can actually you can actually <clears throat> bet on whether the World Series will be canceled or postponed. Uh, the question on the, uh, the betting slip is, will the 2020 WSOP main event be played out as scheduled? <laughs> and for a long time, uh, the, the odds were, uh, you know, obviously uh, that the, the favorite would be no. Uh, and... and well, early, and of course it was obviously yes, and, and quite a bit uh, by quite a margin. But that has now changed now, finally, and uh, no is the favorite, minus 119, and yes is even money. So uh, things are changing very shortly. And in a sports book, uh, the odds do change uh, very yes, quickly. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You, you find out, you get a whisper that somebody's not going to play the game. You see how that line changes one way or the other. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if you thought about it, but uh, you know, uh, the push for online poker is kind of like very wide open right now. Do you think there's uh, any chance for movement on that since people uh, are going to miss playing live for some time? Well, <clears throat> it'll definitely get a lot more people interested. Um, but again, with all these places all over the country, I mean, you know, I, I still play a little online. You know, and the, and the sites are, you know, obviously out of the United States. But maybe once, once uh, you know, a vaccination comes out for this thing, and like I said, we've turned the corner on it, and, you know, people have a positive outlook, 
you know, for the future, you know, who knows what the next virus is going to be, Dave. Yeah. And guess what? You know, if we have to go through this again, it'd be nice to have the options of, of being able to play, you know, online poker. Right. So I, you know, I, I would tend to believe that, you know, this bad thing might be good for online poker in the future. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we'll talk some more about it when we come back. Uh, also, some other news. Uh, we've uh, Last week's show was the fifth anniversary show, which we re-ran, uh, moving up on our tenth anniversary. And we were uh, had a few uh, situations beyond our control outside of the coronavirus. Uh, so we ran that last week. So it's been a while since we've talked about some results and that sort of thing. But there were stuff played that we were uh, following and talking them up a little bit. We'll get to some of that when we come back. Also, uh, a few more thoughts about Negranu's comments and a very bizarre uh, instance involving Matt Glance. Uh, Can't believe he did this, but we'll talk about that as well when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line, Big Dave and Joe. Uh, shooting the breeze about the coronavirus and how it's affecting the world of poker. We'll be back to talk some more when we return. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... (laughs) Sometimes, though. (laughs) You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. We need a new stuntman. Let's break for lunch. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro, is all about the NHRA Drag Racing Series. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events. NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO Radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave in the studio. Joe on by phone. And we are uh, trying to keep plugging along. If you're wondering about the uh, the upcoming weeks, we plan on doing shows. Uh, obviously, things could change. Things could just absolutely get horrible to the fact where uh, there's some sort of, uh, not a curfew, obviously, that's coming in <laughs> quicker. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can't be out after 10 p.m. maybe. Lockdown uh, here. Yeah, is the word you're thinking. Absolutely. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> but uh, right now, we plan on doing shows. Uh, we plan on go- getting Joe back in the studio. And uh, we will... Uh, Probably not have a whole lot of guests, but I want to go back, and, and since we're on our 10-year anniversary, I want to run a, some uh, short interviews from earlier in the run of the show. I hope people enjoyed that last week. We had a fun show that that I ran, and uh, we'll look to some of the early stuff, maybe get some Nolan Dalla stuff from his early days when he talked uh, about so many interesting things. Uh, he's kind of moved on from poker and uh, is still writing his blog and doing a lot of political stuff, which is great, which I've been still following. But uh, as far as poker, he's gotten away from that. Uh, but we mentioned uh, the Seminole Hard Rock uh, postponing their uh, WPT showdown. Uh, they were in the middle of their Escalator Series, uh, fourth year of the Escalator Series. And... Uh, 
he actually uh, they actually uh, were played played the first three. So I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but they uh, they played the first three events, and uh, the fourth one was uh, in in route. Uh, they were getting things underway. They had finished uh, three of the six opening sessions, and then decided to cancel. So. Uh, a little bit of a problem there. They did get number three in, which I don't think we covered on the show. I think it was going on last week when we were on the air. But uh, they they had a, a chop, and uh, Mike Kilker won forty two thousand uh, as the taking away the lion's share of the chop. Uh, that was the three sixty that was uh, contested. They had eleven hundred and eighty seven players for that one, so. Uh, they did get three out of the four in, which uh, I guess is pretty uh, admirable. And uh, they will go ahead and uh, try to move that uh, Hard Rock Showdown, basically, to another time. So uh, the thoughts, Joe, of you having run a room for many years, kind of curious as to how uh, you would make the decision on what to do. I mean, uh Obviously, it depends. The Seminole Hard Rock is certainly different from uh, the Miami room as far as revenues go, so maybe a lot easier decision for a small room that's not making that much money anyway. But uh, what do you take into account and as far as the safety of your patrons? Well, let me tell you, um, like you said, it is a small room, but dealers down here do make good money. And, you know, as I mentioned, so many people live paycheck to paycheck, you know, but I'd be worried about, you know, my employees. But first and foremost is obviously the uh, health and safety of our patrons and, and, and our workers. And, you know, if if I had to make a decision, you know, that they would allow me because, you know, most of these casinos, the upper management makes the final call on this. Um, but, you know, I've always thought that I would look out for the safety of our guests and our employees first and foremost, and um, I don't see a change with this now at all. I mean, I don't, I don't want any. Dave, the big thing about poker rooms, and you can talk with all the managers in, in, in South Florida and probably around the country, outside of maybe destination places like Vegas, eighty percent of your customers are your customers. Your eighty percent of the people that show up are there basically on a daily basis, every single day, unless they're on vacation or a big tournament or something is going on at a, at a, at a competing uh, poker room, they'll go there for a day or two and then they come back. So I don't want to say uh, in South City, you know, that they're family, but they, they do start to become like friends. And yeah. Kind of I, I don't are, know what really. you call that, you know? So yeah. it's people that, for better or worse, you see more than your own family. You know, you actually see them for more hours in the week, more than your own family. Um, I genuinely enjoy 95% of those people are just, you know, very nice people. You you do have your a-holes in there and, and, you know, and everything else. But, you know, for the most part, they, they are really nice people. Uh, my personality, my style of being a manager, I try to get to know them. And, right. and when I talk to them, I, I actually talk to them, you know, and I listen to what they tell me. And if they're giving me stories about their lives or, you know, whatever's going on, their business, whatever, I pay attention. I listen to them, you know, and um, when they come back in the room after a couple of weeks, hey, have things gotten better or are things still going really good? Whatever it is, you know, that's always been my style with, with all the guests. I'm now learning to do that on the other side with the flop machines in our, in our casino. Right. So I, I'm the type of person, and I can't imagine that most of the managers down here aren't like this, is you, you have to put safety first. Listen, it sucks to lose this money, but you know what? Better to lose the money, control this, and get it under control, whether it takes a couple of weeks or a couple of months whatever the time frame is, so that we can all get back to our normal routine and enjoying each other. And you definitely don't want to lose any of your patrons any, or any of your employees to, you know, to this disease. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, that's how I would handle it. 
I, I kind of left that hanging about the Escalator series over at the Hard Rock, but uh, since it was following Flight C of the opening days, you, people may be wondering, well, what happened? Uh, you know, how did they pay it out? Uh, they said all players who played in the event will receive a voucher for a one-night stay at the Seminole Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino for use at a later date. And uh, they decided to take the people who advanced to day two out of those first three series, which was uh, 48 players, uh, and they decided to pay them out on a a chip chop of the $124,000 prize pool. So the top uh, chip winner was Raminder Singh, who uh, was the chip leader with 303,000 chips and ended up collecting just over $6,000. So uh, it was a good tournament. Maybe, uh, I guess, if for future tournaments, you never know, maybe it's a good idea to play early. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But, not, not, yeah, it's funny that we say that. We joke at that. But you know, these poker players are trying to, trying to get a name for themselves most of the times and, and make the big money. But that, that's a nice little solution and, and a great idea for playing early. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, several other tournaments were concluded uh, over the last few days. Uh, they had the uh, Bay 101 tournament, which is not uh, aff- associated anymore with the uh, World Poker Tour, but they do play that still. And a lot of people love that tournament, a $5,200 buy-in. And uh, they ended up with a 10-way chop. And uh, one of the players that was in the chop, uh, Tyler Patterson, said it was definitely uh, induced by the coronavirus. There's no question about it. So um, Craig Varnell was named the winner. Uh, he won 159000 uh, Kristen Bicknell finished in second. Patterson was fourth. And other big names in the top ten in the chip included John Andres, Anthony Zeno, Anthony Spinella, and Lexi Gavin. Glad to see that. Lexi, a real nice person, nice girl. Uh, that I got a chance to meet. Uh, she plays in a lot of the charity events, and she's a very good player uh, and uh, has been uh, trying to niche her way into the top echelon of players. But uh, she collected 41000 for her part, finishing uh, in 10th place with a number of chips. Uh, Tony Tran won the uh, Rolling Thunder Tournament, which was uh, basically right around that Bay 101 date, uh, the California Swing. And he won the main event, uh, winning 279000 Jake Schwartz finished second. Robert Heidorn was third. And the other players at the final table included Kevin uh, Rabichow, Urkut Yilmaz, and Shank- Shankar Palai. So uh, that's the list there. Also, uh, and I know Joe loves uh, this listing of the winners and everything, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I kind of look at this program as kind of a historical record of what's happening in the world of poker. Someday I'll go back and uh, <laughs> if you want to find out uh, how some of these players did in 2013, you can do that. Anyway, there was a tournament, a uh, very interesting tournament called the Millions in Sochi, Sochi, uh, Russia. Uh, $250,000 buy-in, uh, super high roller bowl. And they had several events uh, that were just played in the early part of March. Uh, They had all kinds of events, including a $25,000 buy-in short deck tournament, won by uh, Jahi Chang, John Sin finishing second in that one. But the interesting thing that came out of this tournament was that Phil Ivey (coughs) won won his first tournament in nearly two years. He uh, ended up winning the final event, which was the... uh, it was the $50,000 short deck. So he uh, he actually chopped for the uh, the final here. Or, or I take that back. He finished. Uh, he did chop with one of these tournaments, but uh, he ends up uh, winning the final event, and so he got some points there. Uh, he won 856,000. I don't know how many people were in line to collect from him, but uh, uh, that was the event. So uh, uh, he finished up there. And uh, had a lot of big-name players, big-name champions uh, playing out there in this thing. And uh, maybe that's the last big one we see for a while. But the trend was going toward those high-roller tournaments. It's super high-roller tournaments. And uh, who knows what's going to happen this summer. Well, and you mentioned Phil Ivey won that tournament, correct? He won one tournament. So uh, he finished second in one tournament uh, and and won the other. So uh, pretty interesting. Well, when we... When we hear his name in the future, it'll probably be in those type of tournaments because 
<laughs> with the judgments still hanging over his head here in the United States, you know. Yeah. And his winnings were confiscated last year in the WSOP. Uh, I seriously doubt we're going to see him down here anytime in the near future playing in tournaments. Yeah, I I, I can't see him being around here, uh, but who knows? The world seems to be getting smaller and smaller as we speak. But uh, a lot of yeah. huge names. Sam Trickett won one of the events. Uh, Makita Bajkowski, Bajkowski won event, and uh, Paul Fua won one of the event, the events. Uh, Adrian Mateos did very well in a couple of them, and Lucas Greenwood and uh, uh, Sam Greenwood as well. So. Uh, who knows what's going to be happening in some of these big tournaments here, but uh, I really hope that they're able to solve this, uh, at least, as you mentioned, with hopefully developing a vaccine. You know, I do hear things like it's going to be a year before that's developed, but people are recovering. There are people getting better. Uh, we know it hasn't really attacked children as, uh, as much as uh, the older segment of the population. So... Um, you know, you got to hope that maybe by the time we get to May or June, maybe things will be lightening up a little bit and uh, we can do a few more things. We can only hope, Dave. That's it. We can only hope. I mean, you know, this this lockdown is going to be cabin fever to the tenth power. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't even know what to say, Dave. To be yeah, honest with yeah, you, yeah, I mean, sure. I'm going to be worried because with all that shutdown. You know, uh, finances, you know, my personal life, you know, my friends, my family's personal life. These are these are things that we're just discussing now and and, we're, and we haven't been affected yet. But, you know, we could be affected very, very shortly. And, uh, you know, it, it'll take on a completely different tone at that point. Yeah, exactly. OK, a couple more things to go over. I want to get to this Matt Glantz story and uh, maybe go back to the Degranu thing a little bit. But uh, we'll finish up with our final segment. Let's take this final break on the show. We'll be back to finish things up when we return on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. I want to make something of myself. I want to succeed. The National Guard recruiter helped me get where I wanted to go. The Guard is providing me with paid training. In the National Guard, I get money for college plus a steady paycheck. In the Guard, I train near my home. I'm there for my family, my community, and my country. And I'm proud to be a member of the National Guard. Call 1-800-GO-GUARD and ask how you can get the education and job skills you need in the National Guard. Welcome back. Big Dave and Joe. Joe on by phone tonight, and uh, we are trying to uh, 
fight our way through the coronavirus, and things have gotten really serious now. Uh, I saw a tweet uh, that was kind of humorous last week that said, uh, anybody on Twitter finding fault with people walking through Mexico to try to uh, get to a better life in America and suffering with their families and their kids um, and finding major fault with that, just remember that you are some of the ones that have been in the grocery stores fighting over toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how when we get closer to that, to, you know, to the situations that they are going through in other countries, we, we might start having a, a different view and some sympathy for them. Well, I, I don't think we're, we're past the point uh, of, of the possibility that there could be uh, people taken to the streets and going crazy. Uh you know that that first weekend when people were buying all the meat they could get their hands on and putting it in their freezers, uh, you know the president came out today and said, you know, don't take it easy, don't be hoarding things, uh, leave some for everybody here. But uh, you know, how many people are going to listen to that at this point right now? Yeah, uh, you know the, the the mom mentality always takes over, and what happens is. You try to go, listen, calm down, calm down, and then you realize, damn, there's going to be no food left for me. And, and you know, it's just one vicious cycle. Yeah. I, I told my wife, I said, listen, it's ridiculous with the toilet paper with all the food, but, you know, my daughters are calling me. There's nothing on the shelves. There's nothing there. And you know what? You run out of food after three or four days with what you got in your house. Now, now you got to go scour all over the place, and, and nobody has food. You know, nobody, none of the shelves are stocked. As soon as they are, like you said, people are hoarding it. So it, 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 they're going to have to put a limit as to what people can take. I hopefully, you know, if this extends any any amount of time. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Uh, I want to get to this Matt Glantz story. And uh, just to preface my remarks here, uh, Matt has been on the show with us many times, especially in the beginning. Uh, he's a thoughtful guy that... Uh, we went to for a lot of advice about how to run tournaments. Uh, he was at the uh, Parks Casino for quite some time. Now he's at River House up in the Philadelphia area. And uh, really a, a smart, thoughtful guy. But uh, I don't approve of what he did this week. Uh, he came out and promised uh, that he was ready to take a bet for $250,000 that he would contract the coronavirus and document uh, his experience dealing with it. Now, uh, I don't know if he thought he was going to teach some people on what it was like or what, but he promised to self-quarantine himself and not spread the virus to anybody else. But here was the quote, willing to contract the coronavirus for 250 will immediately go into self-quarantine as not to spread or infect anybody else, will document entire experience daily. I always put my money, and I guess my body now, where my mouth is. He said uh, to send him a note, uh, if they wanted to negotiate the exact terms. And obviously, you know, some people thought it was funny. Uh, some people thought it was uh, just absolutely crazy. The girl that uh, was involved in the uh, the Mike Postel case that uh, kind of exposed that, uh, Veronica, I think her name is Pollock, uh, she said, you've lost your mind. Someone check on Matt, please. He's obviously on drugs. And <laughs> So I, you know, I just think it's it's such a serious thing, really. And you know, you can make little puns and jokes as I have on this show, and and that sort of thing. But that's pretty serious to actually say you would go out and put yourself, uh, you know, give yourself the virus so that, uh, you know, you could prove a point. But anyway, he did get finally an offer uh, from another player. But they couldn't agree on the exact time frame on how to work it out. Uh, Glantz said he needed three weeks, and the guy wanted to do it for, said he would, uh, uh, you know, give him one week to uh, document that he had the disease and, uh, you know, whether he was recovering or not and that sort of thing. So they were finally unable to uh, come to a decision, and uh, thus far he hasn't received another offer. Well. Your thoughts? I'm kind of a, I'm kind of an ingredient with the girl. I think that that's got a little crazy here. Yeah. You know, I know I know that you know at his age and everything else, you probably you know if you take good care of yourself, you can prove. I guess his his thing of doing this is to prove. Look, you can catch it and get over it, and you know, be healthy and be fine. Yeah. Exactly. You know. 
Well, but, but still, that's I guess crazy. his I guess his grandmother doesn't have it. Well, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I guess. Uh, going back to Negranu, he was one of the ones uh, calling out uh, poker rooms that they should. Uh, he's certainly not taking the coronavirus uh, outbreak very lightly. He says all poker operators stop, suspend all tournaments and cash games right now. There isn't a more infectious environment imaginable than a poker table. Shut it all down. And uh, you know, I think that that's very meaningful. Uh, you know, I hate to see poker go away, but. Uh, to be careful now and not worry uh, later on about uh, the ramifications that we didn't do enough to uh, fight the disease is uh, something we got to worry about. Yeah, uh, it, it is. And, uh, you know, next week's show, hopefully, because I know we're close to finishing our show this week, but next week I was sent something from an old George Carlin uh, uh, routine that he did concerning some sort of sickness back in the late 70s, 80s, and he talked about how he swam in the Hudson River and you know, the, with the raw sewage, and he goes, we never got sick after that. So building your immune system, let's see if we can find something like that for, for the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's been a show of, uh, you know, sad news and uh, uh, stressful news. Uh, one other that I'll pass along here because... We've done a lot of uh, talk on the articles of uh, the poker, the the dealer chick, and sad news came out that she passed away uh, in the last few days. Her name was Danny Fisher. She actually passed away at the age of 49. It's a a column that we read regularly and talked about a lot of them. She had complications from gallbladder surgery, nothing, I guess, related to coronavirus, I take it, but she was hospitalized. And uh, she started her writing career in 2007 and has penned dozens of columns for Card Player as the dealer chick, the traveling poker circuit dealer, answering questions from the community about everything from pitching cards to proper table etiquette. So kind of sad, but you might want to check out uh, Card Player magazine. They have uh, uh, three pages of some of her articles and uh Pretty interesting stuff. We've always uh, thought it was pretty good for the game, and uh, they put together a GoFundMe page to help her family take care of medical and funeral expenses. It's pretty sad. Wow, that that, that really is very sad. I, I've always mentioned how much I I couldn't have written more. I would, you know, I couldn't have written any of her articles any better than what she wrote on them. So. And we'll, and we'll go back, and uh, since I have that page now, I, I'll go back and pull out some of the earlier ones that maybe we uh, were a little late in finding her. But uh, very wise and uh, certainly gives a point of view that uh, we need very desperately, the people who, who who deal the cards at the games and make these things continue to run. Yeah, and you know what? It'd be real nice if a lot of the poker rooms followed a lot of the things that she wrote down there. It, it'd be a nice way to honor her memory, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's close the show with good news. One good news. Uh, The price of gasoline has dipped below $2 in my neighborhood at several stations uh, that have lowered the price to $1.99 a gallon to get people from uh, going to Wawa. And uh, that's great to see. Uh, I I looked it up, and I said, Trying to remember the last time that uh, the average price of gasoline was under two dollars, and it was 2008. And for a very short time, into 2009, uh, 30 states uh, at that point, or I, 24 states at that time, had gas under two dollars. Uh, currently, there are 30 states right now that have places selling gas for less than two dollars. But uh, as always, there's a uh, there's a there's a bright side and a sad side, and the sad side is there's nothing fun out there left to do, and you can't drive anywhere. That's correct. <laughs> That's very good, but but at least we can say it's under two dollars. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So so if you can't laugh, you cry. So uh, hang in there, everybody. Uh, you know, follow all the CDC guidelines and how to keep yourself safe. You know, it's not foolproof, obviously, but there's certain smart things you can do, and try to stay home as much as you can. Uh, and they're suggesting now nobody over 10 people in any kind of congregation. Uh, there's no concerts. There's no movies. Well, there's movies, I guess, but there's no uh, uh, big events. And 
and there's no sports certainly so uh, there's nothing to watch on TV as well so uh, use that time to your advantage if you're a serious poker player now's the time to go back and read uh, Super System 2 or one of the other great poker books pick up some of the magazines you've had sitting around the house that you picked up at the poker room for free and read some of those articles and work on your game a little bit while you have a time before we get back to the way things were Joe thank you for your time Uh, we'll look to see you next week hopefully here in the studio All right. Geo, yeah, thank hopefully you. I'll be there next week. You guys stay, uh, you know, healthy, and uh, you know, we'll 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 talk next week, guys. Yep, things can change so quickly in a week, as we know, and we'll uh, keep you updated on what we find out. Geo, again, thank you so much as well for uh, having uh, the courage to travel up to Broward County in uh, in a tough time like this. Anyway, we'll be back next week with another edition of Poker Action. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.